0: As the chief of police in Boston, it was a threat to blow up my family, and through a lot of resources, we found it was some 16-year-old kid whose mother was an elected official in Las Vegas.
1: Welcome to Commando On Demand Insider, your fast-paced weekly update straight from Kim's desk to your ears. I'm Mike James, and as you know, we love entrepreneurs, and in moments, Kim talks to a lady who's very successful giving tours of her home city in Amsterdam in the Netherlands, But this idea could work practically anywhere in the world. Plus, the coronavirus is infecting, well, even the Internet and could end up in your inbox. And Kim checks in with Daniel Linsky, who at one time was the superintendent-in-chief of the Boston Police Department. He's going to talk about the FBI warning about how scanners are using fake job listings to target applicants. You absolutely need to know this if you or someone close to you is looking for a job. Plus, Kim has this week's hot topic, Congress finally launching investigations on dating apps and hookups. It seems there's a lot of people on there that shouldn't be. And we've all heard about the magic of Hollywood. But what about the technology behind the magic? Bob Canelia is the director of sales operations of a company called Blackmagic Design, whose mission is to provide access to these movie editing tools so that anyone can create fabulous movie scenes for much less than you would think. As a matter of fact, one of their products... That used to cost $300,000. is now free, and you can download it. More on that. Every week, we find a fun trivia question and ask that you give us your guess without using Google or any of those other search engines. So if you're looking to buy a domain name, you might be able to get one for less than 30 bucks if it's one that hasn't already been claimed. The claimed part of that is key. You might not know it, but aftermarket sales of domain names is big business there's been a history of these so-called domain investors who scoop up domains of generic or universal words. Then they hit the jackpot when the businesses come calling. Some businesses are willing to fork over hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars. And that brings us to this week's trivia question. Which of the following domains do you think was the most expensive ever sold? Was it cars.com, insurance.com, lasvegas.com, or voice.com Yeah, so what got the most money? Cars.com, insurance.com, lasvegas.com, or voice.com. We'll have that answered later in this podcast. And a quick reminder this is not The Kim Commando Show. Every week, Kim takes your questions and gives you news and tips and DIYs on everything digital on The Kim Commando Show. And that podcast is available at getkim.com. Just one place. Find out more right now. That's getkim.com. All right, getting started in just moments with an entrepreneur who's cashing in by showing people around her city. Next, on Commando On Demand Insider. This is Commando On Demand, where we talk to some of the most influential people in technology, the innovators that shape the future and trailblazers who challenge and inspire us to do amazing things. Our first guest is is a successful entrepreneur who's showing people around her city. Here's Kim.
2: If you do any type of traveling, you know what I'm talking about. Like You want to make sure that you get the perfect photos. And so we were in London. We had to get certain pictures uh, over the last couple of weeks. And then we were in Barcelona. We had to get a couple of pictures in front of the Basilica. You know what I'm talking about. And so sometimes what Ian and I do is that when we're traveling, we look at popular places to take photos on Instagram, and then we know, okay, we need to take those pictures there. But what if there was somebody... you could call when you're traveling and say, show me around the city and let's get those great shots. And that's where we found Fabian in Amsterdam. And you're the creator of something called Insta Tours. Hello and welcome. Hi, Kim. Nice to meet you by phone. I'm so excited. Well, I was pretty excited when I saw a video of you. And by the way, you are drop dead gorgeous girl. You are. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. It's very sweet of you. And so um, what exactly do you do with these tours?
3: So basically, I help tourists who are traveling to Amsterdam on their own or with a friend to take drop that gorgeous photos around the canals in Amsterdam. And I tell a bit about the city, and I help them with striking the best pose and the styling because most of them bring a backpack with different outfits. So in one hour, we shoot different looks uh, around the city. So it looks like you're in Amsterdam for days with a photographer, but it's just
2: in one hour. Now, I noticed that you're actually carrying a DSLR, not using an iPhone? Uh, yes,
3: I'm using a Canon camera and an iPhone because uh, when I take photos of my Canon camera, I have to edit them and make a selection of them. And when I make photos with the iPhone of my client, they have something to post directly, like most of the time they post like, hey, I just had an info tour, it was so much fun. And I use those photos as well to post on my Instagram page.
2: Well, you know, you know, what's interesting is so many of us, we take pictures for the gram, right? And then it's like, yes, uh, everybody. And then, oh, no. You know, it's funny because when we were in Barcelona, um, my son wanted me to take his picture. And and I just I was standing there and he's like, can you take another one? I mean, I must have taken like 30 pictures as a kid. And I'm like, you know yeah. what? Just pick one. They all look the same, you know. And yes. I I was trying to explain to him and you, you don't know this, but a long time ago we used to take pictures and our parents would say, don't waste the film, you know, don't waste the film. Yeah. That's it. Yes. All right. So how much do you charge for this?
3: Um, so we are on a tour for one hour and I charge 115 euros. That's, uh, like $127. And, um, I also add the photos, So the client has like 30 or 50 edited photos of them so they can post them directly while they're traveling on their Instagram or Insta Stories.
2: You know, it's—I just think it's a fantastic idea. I really do. I mean, if you were in Los yes. Angeles, you'd go to the Pink Wall, and we'd go to the Hollywood Sign. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. All those yeah. great things. So have yes. So have you have you helped anybody who was famous that we might? No, know? not yet. I would love
3: to help somebody who was famous, like a big influencer or. Um, a celebrity but I had some uh, girls and guys who are trying to be an influencer who had like 2,000 3,000 followers so while they were traveling Europe they booked a photographer in each city they visited so in Paris London Berlin etc so they're really making work of it
2: and so and are are you a fully? I mean, are you part of like with if somebody books a, a luxury rental through Airbnb? Are, are your services offered through that?
3: Uh, yeah, they booked me via Airbnb, and that's how I started my experience because it was really, like it was really new. It was in April two thousand eighteen when I launched my D there, and um, there are now a lot of other photographers on Airbnb in Amsterdam who are trying to do the same. But everybody has their own style, and I think I was the first doing it. And people have the same concept, but they have another name. So it's really funny to see
2: how the competition uh, grows. Well, In you know sense. what? I always like competition because then I then I can because then it's always like I'm better than that, right? I mean, I can do better yes. than
1: that. Um, yes,
2: exactly. Are you on the the Viator website? Because that's a good one too. Sorry once again. Uh, It's spelled V-I-A-T-O-R. I'll tell you, the reason why I bring that up is because when, because I I probably go to Europe like, I don't know, seems like two or three times a year now, especially because with the the Bloomberg TV show, you know, it's like there's a lot going on. And that's outside the States. And one of the things that I like to do is to go in and book some local tours. And so like... For example, like when you're in Paris, you go on a chocolate food tour. If you're in London, you can just go on a tour. Like they have like, you know, um, you know, Jack the Ripper tours or something like that. But so you might want to look at some of those other specialty travel sites outside of Airbnb where people are going on and they're booking things. Of course, like you have TripAdvisor. But I've always had like great luck. Like, yeah, like, for example, um, I actually hired a person to teach us at, years ago to navigate the tube in London. I mean. You know, so how exactly can you go on the train? We were in Barcelona. Uh, they were having a big festival and there was a person there and I actually hired somebody to get us on the train because we couldn't get through on the streets because of the epiphany and, you know, good things like that. So uh, having that at your disposal is really kind of a very sweet thing. And thank you so much for joining us. And in case you'd like to learn more about uh, Fabian, if you're going to Amsterdam, which is a fabulous city, by the way, Amsterdam is a great, great city. Uh, Especially in springtime, I actually was thinking about going to see the Tulip Festival in the spring this year, is that you'll be able to put a link over at commando.com and just tell her that we sent you over and I'm sure
1: you'll get some extra special treatment. Hey, if you have a question about something digital, it's much easier than you think to get the unbiased advice you can trust from America's digital pro, Kim Commando. Just go to Commander.com. That's Commando with a K, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there is a button called Be a Caller. I'm going to click on that. Put your question down. We'll get a couple of details like your number. And a producer, will get back to you and we'll set up your question to have Kim answer it on the air. It's pretty simple. All right, Chief Daniel Linsky, who uh, was at one time the superintendent-in-chief of the Boston Police Department, is coming up to talk about the FBI warning how scammers are using fake job listings to target applicants. And that's next on Commando On Demand Insider. Congress has
2: begun investigating hookup and dating apps, including Bumble, Grindr, Tinder, Match, and OkCupid. And here's why I say it's about time. These so-called dating services say users are required to be at least 18 because of the pedophiles, rapists, and sexual predators that I believe are freely crawling through these apps. The House Oversight and Reform Subcommittee on Economic and Consumer Policy wants to know how these sites police themselves. Exactly, how do they keep the kids, pedophiles, and rapists off the system? Every user should know, too. Big Tech's record of being a good corporate citizen is abysmal. And here, in this... An election year just maybe will get somewhere.
1: Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply.
4: Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC. Member SIPC.
1: Commando listeners know technology moves so fast, it's almost impossible to keep up with everything that's going on. And that's why there's Commando On Demand Insider. It's our way of keeping you informed and on the cutting edge of technology And specifically now, what kind of scams are going on? Here's Kim's conversation with Daniel Linsky. Hey there, Chief. Hey, Kim. Thanks for having me.
2: You got it. Okay, so you're from Boston. You have that great accent. I can already hear it. (laughs) 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 And so uh, I actually got an email uh, from you, and you were talking about you have some firsthand intel about a new scam that's hitting young women.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Kim. It's it's not just young women, but it's been targeted heavily with what we've seen towards young women. Um, there's job posting sites where people go online they're looking for a new career they see a nice uh, opportunity they've sent in their resume with all their information and these scammers are posting fake jobs from real companies on these job sites contacting the victims uh, using gmail accounts and and other accounts and then doing online interviews where more accurately the uh, victim is uh, given the job and told that they uh, have health insurance benefits and they've got an opportunity to care for their family Uh, they they stop looking for other jobs they send them a contract in the mail they send him uh, a check uh, so that they can cash the check and then buy uh, the first computer or the software that they need okay. oftentimes they follow up with uh, we overpaid you can you send oh. us back you know two thousand dollars in Venmo or okay. even gift cards
2: and so so that's the big red flag there right
0: Absolutely. I mean, companies shouldn't be asking uh, employees to upfront a bill. Uh, if they do send you a check, they shouldn't be asking for uh, refunds. And you know, Venmo and gift cards is not the way any corporation in America is doing business. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you're a young mother. You're somebody who's in between positions. You think you've got this opportunity. It preys on their failings that they w- they want to you know get the job and, and go forward. So they they ignore their warning signs and they uh, give access to information they shouldn't have. Not only are they sending money. Back in some cases, they're giving their license, their date of birth, a their, uh-huh. their copy of their check, their checking account information, and in addition to the initial scam, they're being uh, victimized again, having further financial harm. The, the other, you know, I had a mother who was a victim of the scam. She just wanted medical benefits, and she was looking for a job for medical benefits that was more important to her because she had children who needed it than it was for uh, somebody to the, the income. But she thought she secured medical benefits, stopped her quest for that, thought her children were going to be covered, found out not only did she not have that, she didn't have a job, she was economically impacted, and, her, you know, her information is out on the, uh, the dark be, web. It'll be... It'll be take it, advantage of
2: Exactly. I mean, it'll be sold out there. You know, I just... A stat the other day, chief, that you know when your information's on the dark web, um, that you, they can get your your home address, your Social Security number, where you work, your mother's maiden name, answers to your security questions, uh, maybe even a couple of credit card numbers for like fifteen bucks. <laughs> it's like.
0: Yeah, I was uh, the, the chief of the Boston Police Department during the Occupy movement, and Occupy doxxed me. And you know, my mother's phone number was released to tens of thousands of people who wanted to make calls. My my kids' personal information was released. My house address was released. There was a, a young individual in L.A. Uh, I'm sorry, Las Vegas, who uh, put online that he was uh, offering money for someone to blow up my house, and gave the address oh, where gosh. my wife and kids were staying. So it's absolutely uh, it impacts your life when your information gets out there. But this this scam is not only impacting the victims who are you know, losing opportunities, uh, we there are people here who, you know, they're looking for a new job and they find what looks like a new job, better economic uh, decision for them. They give their two weeks notice. By the time the scam plays out, they don't, have the job that they thought they had. They've they're got, out the uh, money to their wallet and their company has already replaced them. So which, they, they don't have the job they had. So th- thankfully, I think we're starting to see, unfortunately, we're starting to see so much of this. Our clients, uh, are, where, where we get involved is corporations are, are the ones who's, you know, getting the call from these victims saying, what happened? Your check bounced. And our clients didn't even post the job, had nothing to do with it. Which is, and have,
2: yeah, I mean, which is, you know, it's frightening. I mean, because yeah. you know, it's so easy to simulate and it's so easy and as you know, and I know, and, and our listeners and viewers know that, uh, you know, you don't have to be a rock. Concern to put up a web and But I'm, I'm really curious when all that was going on in your life, when you were the chief of police for Boston, uh, were you able to track anybody down that was doing any of this?
0: Well, as the chief of police in Boston, I was able to get in. It was a threat to blow up my family. I was able to engage the JTTF and, you know, through a lot of resources because of the nature of the threat. We found it was some 16 year old kid whose mother was an elected official in Las Vegas who was doing it. Uh-huh. Um, these victims that i'm talking about don't have those resources and uh we're working with our clients to help their, repair their reputations uh that the, these scammers are using their company's names to, to defraud these people which is you um, know
2: which is you know which is exactly why i wanted you on because you know so often we hear about these scams and we hear about what's going on and you know maybe it's too late so if you have a young woman in your family and she's looking for a job, she's a new mom, or maybe it's just you, maybe you're listening, is that you always have to proceed on the Internet with caution. Uh, and, you know, you need to make sure that you go to the right sites that are out there, you know, the, the sites that you know. And if anybody ever asks you, and it's not just if you're looking for a job, if anybody ever asks you, you know, I'm going to mail you a check. Oh, my gosh, I overpaid you. Can you send me back the difference? You know, don't fall for it. And if you're the family matriarch, you're the family leader, You know, take this opportunity now to to help your family out and to talk to them about all these scams that are out there. And Chief, once again, thank you so much for joining us.
1: The Commando On Demand Insider Trivia question this week is, which of the following domains do you think was the most expensive ever sold? Who paid the most money for it? Was it Cars.com, Insurance.com, LasVegas.com, or Voice.com? We'll have that answer for you in the next segment. And Kim is going to talk with Bob Canaliette. He's the director of sales for Black Magic Design, which is a movie editing company, and he's going to share with you some tools that you didn't know you could get for either so cheap or even free. Next on Commando on Demand Insider.
2: Today, what you need to know to stay safe as hackers begin using media coverage of the coronavirus to lure people into downloading dangerous spyware and malware and how you can spot the trap before it happens very few legitimate news articles come to us as pdf or mp4 files which is good because if you see a so-called news article in the pdf or mp4 file format stay away hackers and data thieves have begun spreading what appears to be articles posts and videos that look just like legitimate news but if you click and download one of these onto your smartphone tablet or computer a data thief somewhere in the world gains access to all your files and can destroy block or copy anything at will So do not click on PDF or MP4 files promising information about the coronavirus.
1: It's Commando On Demand, where we connect you with some of the folks on the leading edge of technology, specifically now in the movie making and editing business. Here's Kim's interview with Bob Canalia. We now know
2: how much technology goes into making a film look low tech. But don't forget... Someone still has to make all these tools in the first place, which brings us to our next guest. He's worked with everyone from pros directing Hollywood blockbusters to 15-year-old influencers over on YouTube. And the tools and software he helped pioneer have been adopted by filmmakers around the world. Bob Canelia is the director of sales operations at Blackmagic Design, which produces DaVinci Resolve. Hey, Bob, thanks for joining us. Now, we all know that Blackmagic makes some serious high-end software. Can you tell us some films that it's been used on before?
4: Oh, sure. Um, you know... It's been used for a long time. And uh, wait, you know, when Blackmagic first bought it 10 years ago, we were right in the middle of trying to get Avatar out to theaters. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Um, matter of fact, uh, they needed to borrow an extra system because uh, otherwise it wasn't going to hit the theaters on time. And since the buses already had the date on there, we had to help.
2: <laughs> exactly. So. Togo comes to you, and I saw the movie. Wow, what an amazing story. Never heard that story before in my life. And, and if you know anything about me, I don't watch movies unless they're true stories. So you had me, like, at that get-go. But the cinematography is phenomenal. Tell us more about it.
4: Yeah, well, you know, it's it's interesting because, um, you know, I was talking with Siggy about this project, and he was saying how, you know, the director, the DP, they just wanted to make sure that they created it uh, so that it looked like it was that time, you know, back in the early, uh, 20th century. And so, um, you know, that is done in a lot of different ways, obviously just capturing uh, while you're on uh, on set, but also uh, with the color grading. And then, you know, given that they didn't just do color correction, they were adding all kinds of things to it to really give it that feel so that people felt like they were there.
2: So what kind of tools did Blackmagic provide in the making of Togo?
4: The Blackmagic Design DaVinci Resolve software uh, does editing, color grading, uh, and visual effects. Now for this project in particular, Siggy uh, was using the uh, color component of that as well as Fusion. Now, Fusion is also available as a standalone visual effects uh, software. So we have both of those tools. But then in addition, you know, Siggy uh, uh, has like a big room that has the giant Blackmagic design, uh, advanced panels, and it has hardware. See, we make a lot more hardware than we do software. We have the DaVinci Resolve software, of course, but we also make a lot of hardware for people to be able to get images in and out of computers as well as the controls
2: you know and there's always this thing in the tech industry is it the software that makes it or is it the hardware and the hardware people say you know you can't have the software without us what kind of platform does this software run on
4: well that's the thing uh, originally it was developed for just linux machines only but now it runs on linux windows and mac and we've really done a lot of work on it to be able to run on laptops. Now, to do a movie like, you know, they were doing uh, with Togo, you really need really heavy uh, iron to do that. And, and but that's the thing, it's scalable. So you can uh, start out with just playing it on on your laptop. But then when you're really going to do something serious, you need the big iron.
2: When you're talking about big iron, what exactly is big iron?
4: Sure, so what you're talking about then is a system that has a lot of GPUs. So you need a lot of external GPUs, but then real uh, problem is storage. I mean, you need a lot of storage. Right. I, I mean, they used a huge amount in Togo.
2: <laughs> when you start talking about storage, I mean, then you're talking about local storage and then goes off into the cloud.
4: Well, for the color part, they would have local storage, but they have a sand, So they would, you know, and uh, I think this one, they must have used uh, like a half a petabyte. Oh. You know, so... That's that's a huge amount. Um, so yeah, there, there's uh, mostly you need local attached storage when you're doing the heavy uh, lifting for the uh, color grading. But even in some instances, you're actually able to have a guy like Siggy who's done this type of work where he would color correct in his room in Los Angeles, but the client could be in London and they could actually be seeing the exact same material. So we call it remote grading and that's been working well for a long time.
2: Boy, that's pretty amazing. And all thanks to the internet, right? You could do this, say, 10, 15 years ago, I bet, with a slow line.
4: Right. So what we're able to do in that particular case you really want to have duplicate storage, which is easy to do, and you have duplicate systems, also not uh, difficult to do. And then, of course, you need a communication line to be able to speak to everybody, and that's obviously improved over time with uh, the speed of the Internet.
2: So when we start talking about Hollywood films and like you getting involved with the YouTube stars, what exactly have you done there with the YouTube kids?
4: You know, Blackmagic also makes a bunch of cameras. So we uh, have a lot of cameras that uh, the YouTube guys are using. We even make a new uh, 810 Mini uh, little switcher. So it's a video switcher for people who don't really know what a video switcher is. It's got four (laughs) inputs and uh, you plug a camera in there, you plug your, your computer output, and then it plugs straight into your computer to look like a webcam. So that way you just broadcast straight away, and people get to uh, get up and running for, you know, a couple hundred bucks.
2: I was just going to ask you, how much is that? Because, I mean, I wish we knew you before we built this (laughs) great big studio.
4: Gosh. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. It's four-input switcher for $295. It's kind of amazing.
2: Wow, that is amazing. So, So do you think, like, movies like Togo are kind of setting the stage for future
4: productions like this? People are always looking for creative ways to tell their story. And that's one of the things we do at Blackmagic. We try to enable the masses to be able to tell stories. But you really need to, you know, concentrate on the story you're telling rather than the equipment you're using. But we provide tools to let people, you know, go go wild. I mean, you know, like I said, uh, you know, back to the uh, uh, days of, um, you know, the the first uh, movie that I mentioned earlier, which was just, uh, you know, what a project to have everything blue! Uh, I remember <laughs> saying, uh, you know, to the colorist, did you just tell Jim Cameron that you ran out of blue? But um, you know, I think that uh, the the different stories, you know, you look at Avatar, which was a big one, as I say, and then Togo's got the whole completely different look, and it doesn't look like it's heavy visual effects. But it is, you just don't notice. And I think that is where storytelling goes, where sometimes you don't even notice that there's a lot of visual effects.
2: You know, I have to tell you, because in preparation for this interview, I actually watched the movie. And I'm sitting there and I actually paused a few frames to say, "Okay, can I see where the visual effects are? I don't think I did. I mean, I sat there and I couldn't find them. Are there any telltale signs of visual
4: effects? Well, uh, I mean, know, you, it depends you, on the scene, but we don't usually. They, no one usually reveals their secrets.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, just a little one. Can we just have a little one, Bob?
4: Well, you know, I think it all depends. I mean, it's funny because different movies have different uh, things, and sometimes um, they're obvious what they're what they've done. But the most subtle. I, I remember years ago, I knew a guy whose job was to fix Kramer's bald spot on Seinfeld. Um, you know, and that's just something no one would notice, but it happened every week. <laughs> that's
2: funny. <laughs> no toupee there. We did it all in post. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so real quick, any advice for any aspiring filmmakers, people that are trying to get into this industry?
4: Well, you know, it's interesting because uh, today you have a lot more access to information. So you're able to follow the people that you um, like and enjoy their movies. But my big thing is always, you know, if you can find a way to reach out to somebody in the business, you know, listen, uh, you know, they give you two ears of one mouth for a reason, even though I use mine too much, the, my mouth. <laughs> um, but I think that uh, the more you listen, the better you can. And just try and uh, get into... Uh, different areas. I think people always think they concentrate on, oh, I want to be a director. Well, you can't just start there. You have to start with some other areas of it. And I think that the more they appreciate the different aspects, the more they'll be better at that job long-term.
2: You know, Bob, you're fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us today. And if you love shooting movies and you want to make them look great, you can try out DaVinci Resolve for yourself at blackmagicdesign.com. Years ago, DaVinci Systems could cost between get this $200,000 and $800,000, but today, the software that's enjoyed by millions of users, it's free and offers additional upgrades for professionals. So, who's ready to earn that Oscar?
1: In this week's trivia, we asked you, which of the following domains do you think was the most expensive? Was it cars.com, insurance.com, lasvegas.com or voice.com? Well, if you guessed cars.com, you are 100% correct. According to an SEC filing, the cars.com domain name was valued at over $870 million when it was sold a few years ago. And that's just the price of the domain name. When you combine that with the business that went with it, the total deal was about $1.8 billion. That's billion with a B. The runner-up was LasVegas.com, which was sold in a deal valued at about $90 million back in 2005. Wow, somebody made a whole bunch of money. If you like what you hear on these podcasts, don't forget to subscribe. We do appreciate that. It gets the podcast to your device automatically every single week. And here now, it's Kim with some final thoughts.
2: Ever wonder how the pollsters get things so wrong? The answer is that as Americans, what we say and what we do are two different things. A survey of more than 2,000 American adults by DataGrill and research firm one poll found that over 80% are alarmed by tech companies collecting data from their laptop's camera, their phone's microphone, and smart gadgets like speakers and security cameras. And you know what? It's all hogwash. Don't get me wrong. I believe that's what people told the folks conducting the survey. But those same people are still using Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram, And they're still buying devices that they know, or at least they should know, spy on them. You can't believe a good deal of what you see and hear online. And now you can't even believe what Americans say they believe. We're willing to give up a lot for convenience sake. What was that? Oh, that was my echo. She just laughed. Hey, speaking of locking down your smart devices, hit my website for tips. And while you're there, find your local radio station that broadcasts my show, along with more DIY how-tos, videos, free news alerts delivered from me to your email address, along with the Commando community, where you can blog and ask your tech questions on our website without anyone tracking you. That's commando.com. And I'll see you on the radio for the Kim Commando Show.